Welcome to Yingcast, our podcast for current and future leaders wanting to develop themselves further. Every month, the Alembic team discuss and share their thoughts on issues and topics that are common in the workplace. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Yingcast. I'm here today with Matt. Hi there. Rosanna. Hello. And I'm Alice. Last time, we spoke about goal setting and how to give yourself the best chance at success and achieving your goals. So following on from that, the topic for today is moving into action. So now you've set your goals, how can you take steps towards achieving that goal? So you might have set goals like many of us in January, but maybe you haven't made progress or as much progress as you would have liked, or you might have made some mistakes. Um, So maybe you've dropped the ball or sort of given up a bit on that. So we want to give you some tips today on how you can pick yourself back up and work towards achieving those goals. So there are a few things that you can do. One of them is to write them down, make a note of them. Um, That could be on paper, it could be on your computer or your iPad, um, or you can draw it, you know, however you want to make a note of those what those goals are and any milestones or steps towards achieving those. Yeah, that that point is is a really interesting one. And I think it's about personal accountability and everybody feels a little bit differently about this. So it's it's an interesting subject to talk about. So some people might find it useful to write their goals down. Some people don't need to and can easily hold themselves accountable. I think what's important is just to find what works well for you. So some people like to tell other people about their goals. It kind of creates that background pressure. If you create a statement that you're going to achieve X, Y, or Z, uh, then it's easier to hold yourself accountable when there's somebody that you want to present those results to. Um, but it's, it's, it's different for everybody. And I think finding what's motivating to you and what works best for your personal circumstances, what's, is the right approach to take. Um, don't allow yourself to become um, too overwhelmed or demotivated by putting unrealistic expectations on yourself. Yeah, I completely agree. Part of the um, smart goal setting is about making it achievable. But, you know, sometimes you can often often think it's achievable and then you get into it and uh, maybe it's at work and the projects, it turns out to be a bit bigger or a bit more complicated. Um, or you you just find it a bit harder than you might expect. And actually, I think having that check-in um, also helps with yourself to go, okay, what's actually, I, I can adjust it. I can make it what's going to work for me. And I think the process of telling somebody, just linking it back to that, helps you then just have a conversation about that. It's harder to do that on your own. Um and there's then a natural accountability, yes, but also somebody to come back and say, are you sure you're going to be able to do that? And so sometimes that's also a helpful check. Yeah, and I, I think for me, um, something that sort of links along with that is um, the idea of keeping that constant momentum. So when you're checking back in and you're making small steps. So I think the easiest thing to get lost in is trying to achieve a really big goal um, and not breaking it down at all. So it's something you've probably heard a million times. 
because it's so much easier to tackle things when you break them down into small goals. Um, and I think the, one of the most important things about achieving your goals is understanding the steps that it's going to take you to get there um, and really uh, trying to reward yourself for the small victories. Don't, don't beat yourself up about failures. Don't, try, don't become demotivated. Um, you haven't failed until you stop trying. So I think there's, there's no better time than now to address your goals. There's, there's no reason to become demotivated because you feel like you've missed a self-imposed deadline. Just move that deadline. Um, try not to suffer too much with um, I'll start on Monday syndrome um, and just keep going, maintain momentum and um, allow yourself to be motivated. Completely. I mean, a lot of what we do with our clients is around strategy implementation. So it's about what's on the strategy and, you know, what's the right strategy to commit to. But often the hardest, most challenging um part is the getting it done and committing to that um and we like to do that in ceremony and we like to have a commitment ceremony so that you're emotionally connected with it so you have to really believe that this is the right thing for you to do um and then it links to once you've had that commitment once you believe it's the right thing to do how do we get a habit and a routine around delivering that and that's really hard. It's really, really hard to get consistency. And so you, often it's the first week is great. Um, second week, it's getting more challenging. And then for whatever reason, as time goes on, it gets harder. And so, Matt, you're talking about reward, which is just making me think, you know, we're in constant search for this endorphin hit. And ultimately, maybe a question to ask ourselves is what's going to make this fun what's going to make us feel good about ourselves what's going to make us feel like we've progressed um even on a small tiny level you know go in search of that endorphin hit because ultimately that's going to what's going to make us do it again next time and so you can have a, like a goal within a goal just to sort of find that fun find that enjoyment even when actually it's quite, it might be quite tedious, it might be quite difficult. It's another way of looking at it, I suppose. Yeah, I absolutely agree that the habit part of what you've just said is, in my opinion, so important. Um, both habits and alignment with your life. So aligning your goals with how your life is working anyway, and the other goals in your life, um, and turning them into the habits that make up your your daily life and routines. Um, if you've a goal which is way outside of your normal habits and the way your life works, you're just making it very hard for yourself. Um, and it's you know it's going to take that extra hit of motivation to get you there. Completely. I just you know one of um, our clients' goals was this year was something as small and as basic as I'm I'm overwhelmed. I'm constantly going from meeting to meeting, online meeting to online meeting, and not wanting to turn up, you know, a couple of minutes late without any headspace. And um, their plan was just to make sure that all meetings finished at twenty five past or at five two so that they are promising themselves five minutes between meetings and so that's just a rule that they then apply and that's just how they structure their meetings and now that's a habit 
it's just a habitual thing that means that they now have 55 minute meetings or 25 minute meetings. They always have five minutes to regroup and then come fresh to the next meeting. Um, and that obviously has to work. It has to fit in. It has to make sense. But, um, you know, is it really fair that we can be in a meeting at um, 1.59 and then in another meeting at 2? Um, you know, we forget, like, the break that we need between moving physical meeting rooms, for example, going back to our desk. We don't give ourselves that anymore. Anyway, so it's just an interesting, um, you know, example of creating that simple routine and simple habit. Yeah, um, in one of our book clubs, didn't we, we read um, a book by Charles Duhigg. Yeah. And that was on the power of habit and for me anyway it just highlighted how difficult changing actually changing your habits is because you have these pathways in your brain that are, are set and so when you're trying to achieve your goals and you're introducing these new habits it's actually very challenging because you can't just it's not as easy as just stopping doing something if it's a bad habit and you need to replace it with a good habit that makes you feel good um and so that does take time and it takes commitment um to i suppose rewire your brain in a way um so it is something that is a big thing and it is difficult um yeah, I think that was a fantastic book. I think it could be my favorite book club book we did last year. Um, and it does, it goes very well with what we do with clients at Alembic. And we take a little look behind the sort of face value and at the science behind how some of these things are working. And looking at habits was absolutely fascinating in the way you build your habits and the way it really affects everything you do in your life. Um, and I think an, a, another point that we were talking about a little earlier is um, the same approach we really take towards motivation. So it's something we do with almost all of our clients that we um, facilitate with is to have a look at motivation. Um, and it probably, if you think about it, doesn't really come as any great surprise that uh, achieving your goals is absolutely governed by motivation. If you're highly motivated, it can be much, much easier to achieve what you want. Um, although it's probably not fair to impose on yourself that everything you want to achieve in your life will be something that you're highly motivated by. But it is useful to understand that. If you understand that one of your goals is something which sits out of your motivational profile, you know it's something which doesn't motivate you, but you have to get it done. It's useful to understand what it might take to go that extra distance or how you might be able to alter that and become more motivated by achieving that goal. Completely. I think it would be really nice to ask yourself then, um, you know, when you've got a goal to achieve, you know, one, um, would it be helpful to write this down or tell somebody, you know, two, how's it going to make this enjoyable? What's going to make it fun? Um, and probably what's motivating about this. And then also think about, the question of can I build a habit around this? So is there something that I need to do regularly and how can I build in a habit? Can I build this into other routines, other habits um, in my day that make it work better? Um, and ultimately, 
you know, what is going to be the thing that tells you you've got there. Because part of the how of achieving all of these things is sometimes you don't really know when you've achieved it as well. So what's going to be your signal that you've done a great job um, and how are you going to know? Is somebody else going to tell you? Is there a clear metric or is it just going to be a sense that you have? And I think, you know, going through those questions might give you a more of a picture on how to how to address, how to make a change, how to achieve the goal. I think that's a really important point. It always amazes me when we ask people, how are you going to know when you're, you've been successful? Many, many people can't answer that question. And it's very hard to reward yourself if you an ever moving point of success. I think as well, just quickly, another point that that discussion kind of flagged up for me is that when we're talking to clients, one of the pain questions that we sometimes use is what would happen if you did nothing? You just stayed as you were. And so maybe another question that you could ask yourself is if I do nothing, you know, if I don't try and achieve this goal and make the steps towards this goal, then what will that mean? Um, and that might be another way that um, helps you to take that step forward into action because then you can see the alternative of if you don't do it. And if you do do it, what the other side of that look, might look like. Yeah, such a powerful question, that one. So I think that a lot of what we've spoken about in this episode links nicely to our one-page plan tool, which we talked about in the last episode. Um, but in this episode, uh, it's more about the how. So last time we spoke about goal setting and where you are now and where you want to be. and now moving into action we're moving into the how so this part of the one page plan covers writing it down you can share this with somebody it breaks down your goals into the manageable chunks that we spoke about um, which also gives you the opportunity to have regular check-ins with yourself and your progress um, it also includes um, an accountability element to it um, because we ask that you add a due date and this due date can move if it has to but it does create a sense of a deadline and an urgency so it, it keeps you accountable it's when do I want to have achieved this by and also you can put names down next to it so who do you who might need to help you with these steps um, so that's really useful as well it's just another way to record your goals and it makes you think about the steps um, that you might want to take in order to get there so that's just quite a nice summary I suppose of what we've been talking about so in conclusion um, we've spoken about having personal accountability making sure that this goal now that you've started working towards it that it's still achievable um, that it's still realistic and it's okay to go in and change that and adjust that because, you know, small steps are better than no steps. Um, it's okay to tweak those goals. There's no shame in that. Um, also thinking about your beliefs, you know, is this the right thing to do? And thinking about how you can make this fun and enjoyable for yourself. Thinking about habits and aligning your goals with your life and how that fits in for you. 
thinking about your motivation as well because that's vital part of achieving your goals and having a way for you to tell that you've achieved your goals and thinking about what if you do nothing and you just carry on as you are what will that mean for you and I suppose most importantly um, just trying out different things and seeing what methods and tools work best for you personally um, that's a really great thing to know you know your personal way of achieving things that are difficult um, and just going through that trial and error I suppose and just not being afraid to mess up or make mistakes thank you for listening to this episode of Yinkast we hope you enjoyed it we have an event that's coming up that you might be interested in our next strategy cafe is taking place on the 25th of February at 8.30 a.m. Uh, Nick, Rosanna and Matt will be discussing the future of leadership. What will that mean in a post-pandemic landscape? It's set to be a really interesting discussion. Um, it's free and there will be a chat function where you can get involved in the discussion and ask any questions live that you may have. You can learn more or sign up through our website, alembicstrategy.com, in the Get Involved section. To get the heads up on future podcasts, you can sign up to our mailing list through our website, alembicstrategy.com, in the Get Involved section. If you enjoyed this, then you might also be interested in our other events. You can sign up to our newsletter for updates on our latest events and articles. Also, look out for Strategy Cafe, our regular leadership webinar, where Nick, our MD, interviews prominent leaders.